This Spyrokin mini-movie review will contain adult language, mature situations, unique comic adaptations, crazy fourth wall breaking, missing diamonds, unreliable narrators, and egg sandwiches. Listener discretion is advised. Spyrokin mini-movie review, Birds of Prey. And the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Spyrokin Mini Movie Review, Spyrokin's podcast where we talk about new and recent films and give you a little bit of an overlay of our initial thoughts of the film without going too deep into the film. I'm your host Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Hey, I'm Greta. Yes, and we're back for another fun-filled episode. I know it's been a little bit of time, I think this is our second from, or first for 2020, or second, I can't really remember, but... Let's get to it, shall we? Because you can find all of our old episodes at www.spyrokin.com. We're on all the social media sites. You can check out the show notes. And let's get to it. Because this one is one that we've been waiting for for a while. A film that I didn't think would be good. I actually had super low expectations because... I kept couldn't figure out what film it was supposed to be because the, the title is so wrong. Yes. It, this is the eighth film in the direct current, or DC Comics... Extended Universe, which they say, don't call it Extended Universe, but we all call it that. And this is technically a sequel to The Suicide Squad, but it isn't, <laughs> which is kind of crazy, but... But I never saw The Suicide Squad. Yes, you did not miss much, which is good. She has not missed much. But yes, yeah, so this is a film which is called Birds of Prey and, and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, and it is about Harley Quinn. It is the Harley Quinn movie. Let's be realistic. There's rumors they're actually going to be changing the title in theaters to make it more interesting, or they're going to change it for the computers to just Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. And that sounds a lot better, because that's what this movie is. This is the Harley Quinn movie. It's Birds of Prey are an afterthought. You could take them out of the movie, and it still would be the same movie. And uh, beforehand, this was directed by Kathy Yan and produced by Margot Robbie and Sue Kroll. And this is based on the characters by Jordan B. Gorfinkel and, of course, Harley Quinn, created by Paul Dini and Bruce Timm from Batman the Animated Series. So, this film is starring, first off, we have Ella J. Basco as Cassandra Cain. Uh, if you read the comics, you'd know that Cassandra Cain is the mute Batgirl, the one who's tall and was trained to be a martial arts killer. In this, she is a kid who's a pickpocket and has a yeah. broken arm. So, yeah. Well, she's a broken arm for part of it. And she's kind of okay. She, I thought she did pretty good for a child or a kid oh, actor. Oh, she did great as a child actor. Yeah. You have Chris Massini playing Victor Zaz, and this is the second live-action film adaptation of Victor Zaz. And I've got to say, this one comes off a little more... He's a little more interesting and a little more psychotic. Because the other one was just, oh, I'm a, I'm a criminal in, in Arkham who gets released out. I'm going to slash somebody to have hash marks on me. Looks intimidating, not bad. This one, he's... He's creepy. He's creepy, he's crazy, and also he totally has a thing for our... Our main villain. They totally have a relationship. There's a gay, weird vibe. He's a little anti-any woman that gets close to... Well, he's anti-woman in general, because that's how Zaz writes. He's totally crazy, because they're all his little angels. He has to to send them to heaven, because he's out of his fucking mind, and he slashes himself. I do wish he had the slash marks, but I like that it's just straight up just cuts into his skin. Like a psycho cutter. Yes. Next, you have... Rosie Perez playing Renee Montoya. And I've got to say, 
That's an interesting one. Because when you look at Renee Montoya from the comics and you compare her to Rosie Perez, do you see Rosie Perez? Kinda. Totally. Yeah. I see Rosie Perez. But I watched the movie first. Oh, yeah, never mind. <laughs> yeah, no, because uh, Ma Renee Montoya is an officer who was the partner of Harvey Bullock. The big bulky police detective who works under Commissioner Gordon. And in this one, Renee, she's working for a different department of the Gotham PD. And she is being stonewalled by her former partner, who's now her captain. And they just treat her totally misogynistically. They just keep, totally treat her misogynistically and take credit for anything that she does well. We'll get into that aspect of this movie in a moment. We'll get past the character. Uh, the characters. So we have that. Um, we have, of course, we have to bring up... Mary Elizabeth Winstead as Helena Bertinelli, a.k.a. The Huntress, they kind of make her a joke in this movie because her whole thing is everyone calls her the crossbow killer, but she's really the Huntress. And when you see the Huntress compared to the crossbow killer... And she, the entire movie, she, like, doesn't know how to introduce herself. She doesn't say anything, but then you, like, find out that she doesn't say anything because she sounds dorky trying to say... Yeah, they take a really cool character and make her dorky. Even though some of the scenes seeing her is really cool because her, her kills are great. It's just her personality's eh. Now, one of the characters that works really well is Journey Smollett Bell. She is playing Dinah Lance or Black Canary. And what they do with her is, well, one, they make her a black character, and I love that. I love that they do that, and I think she's done really well because this is, because her regular version is blonde hair. Wearing fishnets, and this version of her is just dreadlocks and angry and really kick-ass. No, well, I like her as an actress too, and I like that she's beautiful but strong. And it's not just dreadlocks; there it, it's more of a there's a buzz thing happening on one side, but it's like I know I'm beautiful, but I don't have to flaunt it. I just am. I think that out of all the other characters, she's the one that you could leave in the movie and it would have worked better. Yeah. If it was just uh, Black Canary, Harley, and Cassandra Kane as the thief. Because that's the, the what works with that, in my opinion. Yeah, I didn't catch the whole... I mean, I realized that that's... It was kind of the... They kind of buried in there the how the Birds of Prey started. But... Like you could have told, you could have named the entire movie Harlequin, Harley Quinn, and you would have been like, "But wait, but there's the Birds of Prey." Like it felt like a, it felt like an Easter egg rather than a feature part of the movie. Now the last two we have to bring up is of course our villain of the piece and our our villain of these because our main character is a villain. Let's be honest, but our villain of the piece, the one who is her antagonist, is Ewan McGregor. Having a ball is Ronan Sinaias, a.k.a. Black Mask. And they make him just... Crazy! I think they just said, hey, Ewan, have fun. And he makes this character who is just typically, I'm a mob boss who has a mask grafted to my face, become, I'm just a crazy person who hates his family, and... And sometimes I'm going to be batshit crazy, and sometimes I'm going to be semi-normal. And they're like, sure, go for it, have fun. And finally, starring in this film, the person who pushed for this film to be made, Margot Robbie, as 
Dr. Harleen Quinzel, a.k.a. I actually really Harley liked Quinn. her as Harley Quinn. I liked her narration style. I liked the, the, like, the whole, some of the movie is piecemeal. Like, some of it is, wait, 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 no, stop, rewind. Let me tell you how we got here. And, but the way they did it is totally kind of insane but it's because it's her and she's kind of insane because because she's the narrator of this film and this whole film long story short to get into it harley left the joker she said she's done did she leave the joker or did the joker finally hardcore break up with her it's a question we don't know but point is that she's done and the film has been that she has been saying that they haven't broke she's they've broken up but she hasn't told anybody They've broken up because she's kind of living on that street cred because she knows without the protection of I'm the Joker's girlfriend, she's going to be in a little bit of trouble because she's pissed off everybody in the city. Like everybody. And at one point someone says, oh, they'll get back together in two weeks. And because she's a little pissed about this because they said, oh, you're going to go running back. She's like, no, I need to make a fresh start. How am I going to make a fresh start? I'm going to blow up the place which is most important to us. Ace Chemicals. She blows it up, and so since she blew it up, they said, okay, they broke up. And what does that mean? She's fair game for all the bad guys in the city to come after her and get their revenge. And everyone is after her for various reasons, and according to her, it's their grievances. And some of them are, like, understandable, completely, like, feeding their brother to an animal, but then some are just like... They're like, do you know why I hate you? And she's like... I like that the screen has these little emojis that roll up, like, oh, it's because of this, and 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 it just, like, spins out of control, and she's like, I don't know. I I don't care. But I'm sorry. how do I get out of it? Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean... Like, one, like, the one where it's like, I don't know what I did, and the guy has a rocket launcher, she's like, um, uh, uh, maybe I... She doesn't know. Something not good. And in order to buy herself out of trouble, uh... Romanson uh, just wants to kill her because he despises her completely for reasons. But something was stolen from him. She says, listen, don't kill me. Give me 24 hours. I'll find it because I know this side of Gotham better than anybody. I'll find it and I'll bring it to you when things will be well. Meanwhile, you have uh, Renee Montoya is building a case against uh, Black Mask. You have Black Canary working for Black Mask. And then Huntress is trying to kill everybody, including Victor's ass, because they killed her family. And all this comes together into a giant, uh, we want to say clusterfuck? Yeah, we can say clusterfuck. Yeah. It is crazy, ridiculous, weird, and I gotta say, it is a definite step in the right direction for DC, because this is a film which, it's not for kids. It's totally not for kids. And personally, I'm kind of a whip when it comes to this. I like, I have no problem with violence in movies and, you know, um, blood splatter and stuff like that. I mean, I've been very clear. Like, I don't like, um, like Quentin Tarantino style. You don't like auditory. I can't like, God bless all of the Foley artists out there. But some of the, when they go like really nutso with joints breaking and things like that, it drives me nuts. This, I didn't like a lot of the um, fights because they had that that too much of the noise. Like, there's one part when Harley jumps up onto this guy's, 
legs and they go backwards for no reason. And like the legs are it's not supposed for, to bend. It's not that for way. no reason. It that's what would happen. But they're, but, the, but they're not. Legs are not supposed to go that way. And it's like oh, there's a, so much of that bitten into it. I found myself looking in my popcorn box kind of quite a bit, but overall really liked it. But it, like you knew that that you're gonna have that violence in here. You knew you were because this isn't an R-rated film mm-hmm. about a villain. She's not a good person. Harley is someone who is, and she admits she's like I. She's like, I'm a villain, but I might want to be better than being a villain. Like, she might become a good person eventually, but she's not going to become a good person. It, she's bad. Yeah. Unlike the cartoon which came out recently, the Harley Quinn cartoon, which does, I think, a better job explaining Harley's whole mindset and everything going on in her head, this one, it kind of glazes over it, and it, it does something unique with her. It's a very different film, and one thing I do enjoy is that there's no reference to Jared Leto at all. The only time they show the Joker is in an animated sequence in the beginning, and then maybe a picture of and you kind of s- of him drawn on a piece of paper. That's it. Yeah. You don't see him. There's no reference. Like they've said, okay, we're burying Jared Leto in the past. He doesn't exist no more. <laughs> he he was it's never about Joker. Harley Quinn. It's like that Joker doesn't exist. The Joker yeah. we're going to talk about now is Joaquin Phoenix, and maybe make references to. But there's like a picture of him drawn on the wall with darts, maybe. But it does not look like it does. No, not it, at all. There's a clown like... playing in the background on a television, but it's not necessarily the Joker. There's like other stuff in there, but it's it's a weird, comical, strange movie, and it's one of the better DCE movies. But still, there are issues with it. There's pacing issues. Like I said, the, the Birds of Prey. They're all interesting, but they really don't get enough screen time. The ones you're more interested in kind of are are not sidelined. Like, it's cool to see Huntress, but I would have liked to see more with her. I definitely feel that the film should have just been for the female cast. Harley, Black Canary, and, and Sandra Kane. That's it. You didn't need Renee Montoya. You didn't need uh, Huntress. Now, the other thing about this film is that uh, the motivation for our villains, it's just essentially, I'm a misogynist, so that's why I'm doing it. It's not, it's like, I'm going to be mean to women because I'm mean to women. It's men bad, women good. Or, it's men bad, women good. That's what the whole film is, essentially. It goes further into, there's no real likable male characters in this film at all. All the men are either users... They're abusers, they're ignorers, or they're people who would sell you out of the drop of a hat. All the men. Yeah, they're all bad. And the one fight scene near the end where all the girls are fighting against all of the guys, what's, what I thought was, it's, it is very girl powery, but what I kind of, <laughs> the girls have cute costumes where there's bustiers, but it's also like bulletproof and, you know, Harley says, because you got to protect the girls. And all the guys show up are horrible bad guys. And they all have masks. As it doesn't care. It doesn't matter what they look like. They're all essentially faceless. Yeah, I just... That was one of the detriments to this film. There's ways you could do girl power a lot better than that. A lot better. This one just kind of... Eh. It's like, ah, oh, we're just going to make it like this. And also, that last fight scene, it's like they're in the middle of a... It's a final set piece because there's two action sequences. And this last action sequence is supposed to be in a derelict 
abandoned location, but it's pristine. It's got power. It's like this does not fit this location. It's like they. It's like just randomly. And part of me is like maybe this is Harley Vision. This is how she sees it, which would kind of make sense if it was like her vision. Like this is how she sees that world. Maybe could be. I don't know. So overall, out of our rating system, I have to give. Oh, before I forget, the soundtrack. Um, very Suicide Squatty pop music and music that fits really just um there's one scene which is well done but they don't have it in the soundtrack which is they have uh, margot robbie singing diamonds are a girl's best friend so it's, it's in the trailer it's, uh, and i love that little i wish it was a little longer oh i wish it was totally longer and then they have a bunch of other songs that are very girl powery that are done differently that they're okay not great so i have to give Harley Quinn, or sorry, Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Worth watching once in theaters or stream it. I found it, I found it entertaining. I, I totally agree. I you can watch would have it, once. it on in the background if it was on television already. You you put it just you'd have it on, you'd have it on the background. That's where you I, put it I that have low. It on the background. Okay, so that so she gives it our second lowest rating. I give it our middle of the ground rating. So this kind of. It works, but let us know what you think. Um, email us, spirekin at gmail.com or xanspirekin.com. The random question of the episode is going to be, do you think that Margot Robbie should continue playing Harley Quinn? Or do you think that they should just drop it and have someone else do it? Let us know in the comments. So with that in mind, I'm Zan. I'm Greta. We're Gonsville. Catch you guys next time. Keep watching movies.